you are just in luck. This is episode 39 of the Pot Smoking Moms. What, what? Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time here, this is a cannabis about our favorite things is being a parent and cannabis. So welcome, welcome. Please connect with us, potsmokingmoms.com. We have all of our social medias there, our shop, everything. If you go there, please, please reach out to us. We love getting DMs from you and sometimes we will talk about it on our show. So thanks so much for joining us. Oh, and if you do like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, review on any of the uh, podcast platforms that you use. I am your host, Sunny D, along with my homie, Captain J. Ha. Ha. Is that your Cardi B impersonation? <laughs> no, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, nice. We got can't get a little a little that. shot, a little throwback to MJ, you know, who <laughs> Really brought her to our attention first. Yeah, she really, she did. Yeah. She brought Megan Thee Stallion to our attention. And uh, ever since then, first she's episode around. of our podcast, we uh, talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like huge on TikTok too, yeah, with all her, where everybody uses her sounds. Yes. What are we smoking today? What do we got? So we got the infamous West Coast strain Blue Dream. Oh, yes. So well, everybody knows this. this famous strain. Um, I've heard about it on books. You know, people talking about how it's like the perfect hybrid for anybody who normally gets like paranoid or whatever. So when I went to the dispo and they said they had it, I was like, oh, my God, they finally have it in like flower form, not like in Mm -hmm. just a vape or something like that. Right. Because we're not we're not down with all that. Not really. No, we don't really do too much vapes. We don't do too. We don't really do dabs. We tried. I think you have a whole collection of all kinds of stuff to dab and we just don't even do that. Yeah, I have a bunch of concentrates of stuff when we were first trying it sitting there that we have. I haven't used again because we don't really. Yeah, we don't really do that flower. I tried it when we bought the swirly bong. I tried it for the first time just because it had the little banger banger. for it. Yeah. For old time's sake. Why not? Uh, well, before, you before I dirty up, dirty, it up, dirty it up with some flour, I let me um, take a little dab hit from it. All right. Go so, for it. Out of that new little rainbow bong. Here we go. I love it. I liked it. I think it's pretty, um, it was pretty tasty. If you got them, guys, smoke it. Hope you're taking your break with us. We actually uh, had a nice little beach day not too long ago. We, uh, I had a, had a little timeshare that I'm sick of. And I wasn't planning on going, but uh, since Jay loves the ocean so much. I love the beach. My favorite place for sure. Yeah. And that was really nice. I pretty much too. talked her into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty much like, you have this timeshare literally on the beach for a whole week. I know you've had it for like your whole life. Ever so you're like bored of it. Over it. To me, it's like, oh. Yeah, heaven. you're right there. Plus it was nice. It wasn't in, in during the week. It wasn't many people out there yeah that's why i just why. get paranoid when there's too many people because i don't want to be around hordes of people and on the weekends i feel like the beach is the one thing everybody's like feels safe doing yeah because it's outside it's outdoors breezy yeah and everybody's kind of separated but you know not galloping through the ocean like that one guy the the beach fucker yeah going on a tuesday was a good idea the weather was perfect there was nobody out there we had most of 
all of our space to ourselves. We did see the guy hum- humping the beach. Humping the beach. It's on our Instagram live <laughs> If videos. you caught us it, on live, <laughs> you saw it's still it. There. Um, yeah, but we also did a live on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Where we literally went in the water. All right. We were in the water with the camera looking like crazy. <laughs> looking like crazy influencers in the wild. Yeah, it's funny. We also do have our stash glass giveaway going right now. If you haven't seen the stash glass grinder, we are putting out that video, this rolling video this week. At some point, we're having technical difficulties. But we have a giveaway going on right now for the Stash Glass Grinder. A ends couple today, of other goodies. If you're listening today, Wednesday. Wednesday, 826 does end today, 420. So if you're listening before 420, actually, 420, enter. PM Eastern 10, yeah. Eastern. Yes. So um, we will be announcing the winner on, on Instagram. Thursday. On Thursday, on Thursday August yeah. 27th. So awesome. Yes. If you want to purchase a, a Stash Glass uh, Grinder, PSM is the discount code you want to use. You get 20% off. That's pretty sweet. They hooked us up with that little deal for you guys. We're getting questions on that. It's very sexy. I like mine. Convenient. Um, We also got a little, some little goodies from Cannabolish. I got to say, it works really well. Like, I was like, okay, I like the concept of the candle, you know? Yeah. So what we got was really cute. It's a little bag. It has a candle. It has um, a to-go spray so you could stick it in your purse. Like and a travel it has, size. Like, right. And then a house spray. And yeah. basically it's an order neutralizer for your stinky stink, for your loud loud. Yeah. And we actually put it to the test because... Every time I come to record to... And it was uh, a blind, it was a blind uh, experiment. It was a blind experiment. (laughs) Every time I come in to record, uh, it smells pretty loud in here. Not going to lie, we've addressed it before. The back room, yes, is where all the goodies are. So then, not that I'm looking for it, because your brain kind of just does what it does, but walked in, didn't think anything of anything, and she's like, hey, do you smell weed in here? And I was like, actually, it's a lot quieter in here than normal and yeah. then you're like i've had this candle burning the cannabolish candle yeah so the direction says to light it at least 10 minutes before you smoke and then have it burning for at least 15 minutes after so i i did that i i lit it at least 10 minutes before but i kept it burning all morning because I, I was know. you know coming back here throughout the day uh-huh. uh, and it's like yeah. we smoke so often that it's gonna be on oh wait it's my candle already i'm gonna need many of those <laughs> But I'm really cynical about stuff I haven't tried the spray too. yet, though. Yeah, we will give the spray a good shot because, um, you know, we're always... I don't know. I try to keep it... Even nobody, even though nobody's really coming over, but I like to kind of just keep it quiet. Yeah. So... But if you have an unexpected guest that is par- probably, like, knows about it, but still you don't want them to smell it so they're not all judgy. Yeah. I have a baby too, so I can use it whenever I wake up and they have pooped in the morning. You know, kind of the poop smell takes over <laughs> the room. So if I could use that, it would be great too. Multi-purpose. So Cannabolish, thank yeah, you so like much it. for thank sending, you for sending that. that to that us. That was pretty cool. So we got a few little news nugs coming your way. The stonier the news, the better. Your favorite two stony reporters, Sunny D and Captain J. 
so we uh, came across this little thing. It's weird because there's this has been in the news. I mean, it's always kind of a hot topic. But um, High Times posted an article about pregnant cannabis users and what they need to know about toxicology screenings. Um, it's interesting because it all kind of, uh, you know, this kind of goes back to that one podcast we had with Sunflower Z with Zainab about her, um, you know, using while she was pregnant. It's a question that comes up very often, um, just generally in our direction, because there's not a lot of stuff out there. So this um, this article talks a little bit about how, you know, they can pretty much test without you knowing um, so it's really important to kind of educate yourself if you're going to medicate while you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about maybe, you know, like being open with your doctor because ultimately your doctor can ask for toxicology tests too without you. But if they're kind of aware of what you're doing, I mean, usually I would say like find an OBGYN that aligns with the way you're going to handle your pregnancy. If you mm-hmm. can um, be open with them. Um, that way they can kind of you can kind of see if they can advocate for you it's always good to have somebody on your side that's why there's a lot of like doulas out there that also you know are in specialize in cannabis yeah specialize in cannabis and um we would love to actually have a, a doula that specializes in cannabis if if any of you know anyone or um had one used one during your pregnancy Please send her our way because Please, we're, yeah. we'd love to sit down and have a chat with a doula so that we can get some information, some inside information on how, you know, you can use while pregnant. And if you do decide to use while pregnant, you can speak to one of them and get educated about it. Because ultimately, sometimes you don't have a doctor that's on your side. And, and then in the hospital... It's kind of up to them if they they you know if they decide to to run a test that you don't know about they also it's up to them to to get CPS involved and sometimes they do like if a lactation specialist starts working with you and they 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 become aware of your cannabis use you know they can cost ultimately they can call CPS without letting you know so it is always a good idea to educate yourselves before you decide to go that route, because these things can happen without you even knowing and then turn into something different, you know? Yeah, it does give an example that like if your child happens to be born premature, you know, that's something they're going to test for in the neonatal uh, unit. They'll probably do a toxicology screen. Yeah. So that's what's scary and that's what scares a lot of moms. And then what what did work for our... um you know, our friend Zainab was that uh, she educated herself while she was doing it, while she was pregnant. And um, they ended up, CPS ended up coming to her house, mm-hmm. but they ended up seeing how educated she was. So, And then it was a safe environment, the home. They they came to her home. Right. And they saw that there's absolutely the, the kids being cared for. She wasn't even currently consuming cannabis. Right. So, because she was too busy being a new mom. Yeah. And that takes up so much time. So, yeah. It's yeah. Just, and in, in the article, it also talks about this one patient that like she found, like you said, a doctor that aligns with how she her medical history. And she uses um, cannabis for her uh, endometriosis. And her doctor knew that. And because he knew that he was very stern with the hospital saying toxicology you know, screenings are not needed for this mm-hmm. patient. And as a doctor, I think they have the you know say of what tests are run and done 
Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I've heard a lot of people who use, um, cannabis for endometriosis. So Mm -hmm. probably avoid other things that they would be using otherwise. But yeah, that's a good article uh, from the New Times about pregnancy. There was another one that came out recently, too, that was just research that was just debunked because it was the too many holes in the research. That's another thing. When you do look up research, try to find your sources and uh, and just read through all of those, um, you know, whatever studies you, you come across. Something else, too, that came up was a uh, a tweet a Seth Rogan treat uh Seth Rogan tweet our favorite everybody loves Seth I mean I love him yeah you we're love fans him. of Seth Rogan <laughs> we are fans he actually ha- I think his birthday is like a day before mine oh I have it no was same year yeah mm-hmm. I think so really he's but the same year as us he's the same year as us yeah. Hmm. Uh, So he tweeted, people of British Columbia, please do not go out to parties and barbecues and other large gatherings. The COVID is still out there. It's more fun to hang out alone and smoke weed and watch movies and TV shows. Anyway, do that instead. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, I mean, obvious. I, I honestly think, though, he is preaching to those who do not currently partake because uh, we're kind of because known the people for- that go out and party are drinkers. Yeah, that's true. I think so. Yeah, so people that are drinkers want to go out and like go to party places where you drink and you dance and you party. Right, and then he's like, "Just be a stoner instead, guys. <laughs> be an introvert stoner instead. Exactly. <laughs> be an introvert. Stoner go home." Instead. Watch all my movies. <laughs> yeah. Get high as hell and watch all my movies. Exactly. And You'll laugh was, a lot, I promise. I, yeah. We're good. <laughs> I actually sort of watched Knocked Up recently. Because I caught it on TV and it's so good. It is pretty funny. I mean, come on. Judd Apatow. He's just great I at mean, what he does. A, the gr- same group of people. He uses a great cast and he uses the same people all the time because he knows how good they are. Probably and they work well together. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but since they were it's young, nice I was Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. I loved that show. Yeah, that was a good show. Freaks and Geeks was a good show. So yeah, that's why I love Seth Rogen. And then a uh, the, he was getting cheered on by one of the uh, health officials, which you know, I mean, I really like Seth. He does advocate a lot, even for Alzheimer's. He's had in the past. Uh, his mother in law uh, has Alzheimer's, and he's he does advocate. I feel like yeah, rich people, rich celebrities. Are, it's easier for them to say, hey, man, stay home. Don't go anywhere. And it's kind of like, yeah, you have a fucking mansion and like all the a home theater want. system. Probably. Yeah, I bet. I bet he's got fucking a nice, sweet little setup. So usually that's why I'm like, OK, whatever, celebrity. I don't need to listen to your shit like you can fucking. I don't need a sweet setup like that to be convinced to stay home. <laughs> yeah, I'll stay home. I'll avoid people, period. I got a good size TV and a comfy couch. Hell yeah. And I got two children, so I'm never going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I am never going anywhere. You have two little children. Yeah. Until they're like 18, I won't leave my fucking house. Oh my God. That's exaggerated. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to... I love you, Miami! I love you, Miami. So, Marco Island votes to ban recreational marijuana. So, Marco Island is on the west coast of South Florida here. It's actually a very beautiful island. Um, known, you know, for rich people 
learn or even just like vacations yeah, i know like my vacation. friends used to i had a friend who used to vacation to marco island on Me a regular too. basis i did too but i you know i always thought that was upscale you know a little never made it out there right so the city of marco island proposed a ban on the recreational sale and growth of marijuana and residents voted overwhelmingly for it the city chairman, who was part of the committee that drafted this legislation, wants to point out that even if the state la- later passes a law legalizing recreational marijuana, it will be banned on the island. So even if it goes recreational here and Florida says, yep, you could smoke recreationally, Marco Island is like, nope, eh, nope, no, nope, nope, nope. The majority, 69% supporting the ban. There were still mixed reactions to its passing across Marco Island. I bet. Jim Boylan, who lives on the island, said, it's ridiculous. These laws are antiquated and it's time we got into the new century. Boylan is just one of those who think the city should have voted against the ban. Joyce Green, uppity name. She sounds like another Karen. That's the next Karen is a Joyce Greens of the world. Another resident said, I've been here for 20 years and I think that most of the people I know are in favor of of recreational marijuana. Wait a minute. Yeah. She continues on, though. Oh, as the votes showed, however, there were more people in favor of the ban. Green says she can also see the dangers. I don't want to hear on Marco. Here she goes. Here we go. I don't want to hear on Marco because now that I'm here in my early 60s, I know it kills brain cells. I used to remember a lot more and I used to be a lot smarter. She said, what I call my mierda. So she used to smoke, but now she's like, no. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, well, I don't understand that. That's why, and I don't understand. It's just like the people who are against abortion but had one in the past. That's a fucking. I don't get that. What the hell is that? Yeah, I don't get it either. So Green's worry is that if recreational marijuana were legalized, more people would come to Marco Island to get it. Look at what happened when they closed for COVID. She said, "Everybody from the East Coast coming here." Not gonna lie, I did go over there at one point. One weekend, I went to visit my mom to the West Coast just so I could go to the beach. It's just a matter of where they have opportunity to get what they want. No, I don't want it on the island. Okay. Understand that if it's recreational, it's the whole state that's going to have it. Nobody's going to be going all the way to Marco Island to get it. The state's going to, it's going to be everywhere that it's a. Yeah. Now that just means your residents are going to have to drive out of this, their island to go get what they want and come back. Well, uh, and that's why. Oh my god! Just fuck. I don't get fuck it. Marco Island, honestly. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Fuck Marco Island. I won't be vacationing there anytime. I soon. won't. I will stay where it's not Marco Island, and you know, I'll get my groove on. Smoke weed every day. But the, but it says that medical marijuana and CBD are are legal metal on Marco Island, so that's what I don't get. So they're still gonna have medical marijuana. And CBD is legal, but their recreational is not 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 going to be allowed. Yeah, they want everybody to have the documents. Well, legalize it. Florida is going pushing for it to be on the twenty twenty two ballot again. They're trying. So. Yeah, but it's the same people with the whole you can't grow your shit. Yeah, but let's see what comes up. They might do something different since All last right. time it didn't work. They're gonna have to do something different. Yeah, that's for sure. So. The other story that I saw, this is actually a really nice story. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is great that people like really take the initiative to do things like this. So 35-year-old Sharina Jones, a Carol 
City Native has taken on the vast problem of food insecurity in South Florida in a direct, targeted, and grassroots way. She set up a community refrigerator. Very simply, these community fridges are set up in public areas where anyone from the neighborhood can take food or donate food. Oh, so she's one of two community fridges that are set up in Miami-Dade County in the last two weeks, and they aim not to be the last as locals look for ways to address hunger made worse in their communities by joblessness as COVID-19 sweeps across the country. Both of the fridges sit near food food deserts, low-income areas, where the closest source of fresh food, like a grocery store, is at least half a mile away. More than one in seven South Florida households say they sometimes do not have enough to eat, according to the U.S. Census Bureau data released in July. It was the highest rate in the country ahead of Houston and New York. That's crazy that yeah, we have the highest the times rate. right now is like. But think about how we have the highest uh, highest rate in the country compared to Houston and New York, very huge cities. Huge cities, yeah. So uh, Jones placed a plain beige kitchen refrigerator outside the Roots Collective print shop at 5505 Northwest 7th Avenue with a sign that reads, take what you need, donate what you don't, and a pack of plastic gloves taped on the front of it. Inside is a bounty milk, cereal, bread, lunch meat, fruit cups, cheese, granola bars, tuna, canned soup in the refrigerator, all kinds of uh, hardcore necessities and household staples. Um, she also even made sandwiches that she put in Ziplocs and left them there um, after she's done working as an aesthetician in Miramar. She stops by twice a day to stock it on her way to and from work. That's so nice. So she takes the time to make sandwiches and then yeah. go twice a day to buy the fridge to That's continue stocking it. That's awesome. She had been thinking for weeks and about friends and neighbors whose bills were mounting and money uh, grew scarcer. And then she saw a video on YouTube of a community fridge in action that would not let her sleep. She said, I prayed about it and it just stayed in my heart and mind. Every morning I would wake up and think about the community fridge. Look at that. And she put her mind to the test. She called a cousin who ran the Roots Collective print shop uh, to see if they would host a fridge. They immediately thought it was a great idea and that it needed to happen. So she went yeah. ahead and she even she put made- money of her own. Yep. She called uh, the Roots Collective and they put out a call on their social media with over 44,000 followers and they were able to raise $400 in the first hour to fill it with groceries. That's amazing. And other people even brought stuff off and they also still continue to take donations through the Cash App account. It's a dollar sign Village Pantry and through the GoFundMe site. We will tag them back. This is a really nice thing she came up with yeah. this is such a nice incentive it is really hard out there right now especially for people with large families and a lot of them don't have jobs or trying to find i mean even florida honestly i'm really not surprised of that statistic that we read back because i feel like we're tourist ba- like base place. we're tourist base but also the jobs paying here the pay here sucks and the mm-hmm. cost of living is, is astronomical mm-hmm. It's astronomical here. I really, it's so, it's just insane to me. And then you have to have a car. You have to have insurance. If not, you have to do the bus thing. And then it's just so much money and the pay is peanuts here. It's a garbage. That's really cool though. That it's like it spoke to her and she just had to do it. Yeah. And that is such a fantastic thing. Like see how just little inspirations of things 
inspire people to be great and to give back to the community. And we are so proud of Sharina Jones. Yeah, and if you want to help out, you can uh, cash up Village Pantry. And then we'll, like she said, we'll link the GoFundMe. Yeah, for sure. And we will go ahead and I would love to donate to them. That's such a nice thing they're doing. And, um, you know, throw, this is people like this need funding so that they can continue to do things like this for the community. It's fantastic. So great to see some uh, positive things happening for the community coming, pulling through and doing Here things locally. like this. Yeah. If you know of any local kind of, um, you know, um, groups that do things like this, charities, charities fundraisers. fundraisers, send them our way. We'd like to post up maybe a day where we kind of devote to to sharing um, charities and stuff that you guys that we all can kind of donate back to. So definitely send us um, some charities and stuff that you enjoy and we will go ahead and shout them out and, um, you know, give back as well. So thanks so much for joining us and spending your break with us. We actually also want to give a huge thank you to our podcast monthly supporters, Lauren, April, and now Christy Rodriguez is uh, contributing to one. us. I know this oh, is so yeah. exciting when we see those come, when we get these emails are <laughs> so exciting, you it's guys. So, so thanks so much for contributing to our podcast. It Thank keeps you. us uh, motivated and doing this. And, you know, ultimately we do want to kind of invest back in some new, um, new gear to continue giving you high quality stuff. So thanks so much. Uh, again, follow, subscribe. I uh, hope you enter into our. Um, I hope you entered into our contest, our stash class giveaway. We thank so much for um, for you.